Welcome to the Awesomers.com podcast. If you love to learn, and if you're motivated to expand your mind, and heck, if you desire to break through those traditional paradigms and find your own version of success, you are in the right place. Awesomers around the world are on a journey to improve their lives and the lives of those around them. We believe in paying it forward, and we fundamentally try to live up to the great Zig Ziglar quote, where he said, you can have everything in your life you want if you help enough other people get what they want. It doesn't matter where you came from, it only matters where you're going. My name is Steve Simonson, and I hope you will join me on this awesomer journey. If you're launching a new product manufactured in China, you will need professional, high-resolution, Amazon-ready photographs. Because Simo Global has a team of professionals in China, you will oftentimes receive your listings photographs before your product even leaves the country. This streamlined process will save you the time, money, and energy needed to concentrate on marketing and other creative content strategies before your item is in stock and ready for sale. Visit simoglobal.com to learn more, because a picture should be worth 1,000 keywords. You're listening to the Awesomers Podcast. I've got great news. You're listening to the Awesomers.com podcast, episode number 95. And uh, that number just goes up every single day. It's, it's crazy. Every time I see it going up, I just can't hardly believe it. So if you're an experienced listener, you know that all you have to do is run over to Awesomers.com slash 95 to find all of today's show notes and relevant details. How easy is that? You just put awesomers.com slash the episode number couldn't be easier for you please do that to find any show notes links details transcripts etc it, it it can be actually quite instructive for you so today is part three of our three-part series with achilles daskalakis and he's a great entrepreneur based out of greece and really has put together a phenomenal series of businesses by the way he has five businesses that the young or perhaps a ripe old age of 27. He, uh, he claimed that he had a gray hair coming in, but uh, I would like to see a closer zoom in and enhanced view of that uh, in one of our prior uh, topics. But, you know, the, 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 even though he's youthful and, and young, he's accomplished so much. And, you know, this is one of the things that I really respect about awesomers. It doesn't matter what age you are. I talk to awesomers who are in their 80s. I talk to awesomers who are in their teens. I talk to awesomers at every possible, you know, part of the world, every demographic. There is no barrier to be an awesomer, and Achilles is a terrific example of that. Um, I love the story, and you know, in parts one and two, you got a lot of the background. Today, in part three, we're going to kind of dive into. You know, how it all ties together and what it's accomplished and, and how he feels about it. So you are going to be in for another great listen. I'm glad you're here and I hope you're glad to be here too. Okay, we're back again, everybody. Steve and Achilles talking about uh, all things entrepreneurial and even a little bit of life lessons in here. I think we're packing some life lessons. What do you think, Achilles? Oh, yeah, for sure. For sure. Yeah. Everything, everything we said, I, I'm totally 100% with them. So, uh, uh, before we went to the break, I teased this idea of any big lesson or lessons, perhaps, that you've learned on your, your entrepreneurial journey thus far. Uh, what can you share with us? Yeah. So what I can share, I don't really like to say that, but if an idea is not going exactly as you have in your mind, in the beginning, fight for it a bit. But... I, I said I have four, five businesses right now, right? 
if something is not going that well, you can stop that. It's a failure. It's not, it's not a big thing. Very, very difficult, let's say, to fire someone. My fir- I, the first time I fired somebody was like last week. But one project didn't go well. So for me, it, wa- it didn't make sense to have someone on board. This was very, very difficult for me. But a lesson I can say for sure is that, okay, go for it. Plan 100% correct everything. Don't leave something, you know, in luck. Do anything you can. And if you see that I did everything and it's not working, stop it. Don't invest money in things that are not going anywhere. That's a personal thing that I need to do probably more often rather than to, you know, keep reinvesting money in some business and reinvesting again and again. Just give up in a way because you're not giving up. If I, if I give up in my life, I would go to nine to five again. Spoiler alert, I'm not doing it. (laughs) And then another good thing, don't be pessimistic. Be like, what's the opposite of it? Optimistic. Yeah, you got it. Be optimistic with everything. Everything in life, even if you don't believe it. There's a book out there. It's called The Secret. Mm, I don't remember. Bynes, Rhonda, something. This book, for the majority of people, is like, oh, it's stupid. Okay, I don't know. It's like, um, it says like, when you ask for good things, good things are going to come back to you. I don't really believe that. I'm pessimistic as a person. That's very bad. But even if this is working, I'm just saying to fool myself that it's going to work, it's going to work, it's going to work. After I say to myself 1,000 times that it's going to work, it it may work. So if it works, the good thing is that you're going only to remember that it worked. If it didn't work, what I do because I'm, I'm, I'm who I am, I'm saying, ah, well, I told you. You knew it from the beginning. So always try and be optimistic with everything, everything. So this business is going to work. I'm going to be well in my health. Uh, I'm going to have a great relationship. I'm going to have the time. And another lesson learned, if you can actually spend some time for your own self, I mean, working out, eating good food, doing some stuff, you know, like, I don't know, even for your mindset and anything, do them. Don't get in the cave of only working because this is going to get you in some dangerous places and stuff and you don't really want that. Always invest in yourself. Come on, money money is here and it's going to be here and if you're smart, you're going to make some money. Everybody's going to make some money. Come on. It's easy to make money in a way. If you invest in yourself correctly and if you are in good mood and try to be in good mood with everybody, to make some jokes and everything in the business because every day here, 50 or 70% of the day, I'm just fooling around and saying everything that I want. You know, I'm just singing the whole day and stuff. Try to be positive. If you're positive, everything is going to happen. That's. I think that's a good life lesson uh, and a very good takeaway lesson from your experience so far, especially, you know, there's always kind of that nagging uh, imposter syndrome that, that floats around in the back of people's head, right? Where they're like, yeah. This sounds good, but I don't, I don't really know if it's going to work, right? And that people get nervous and they're, they're especially you say you're kind of anxious uh, on a natural basis. 
And that, that's a lot of people are like that. My advice, of course, is that uh, to have that positive attitude, there, there is kind of this, this ethereal law of attraction, right? If you, if you say, yeah, I can do it and I can make it happen, your, your brain actually does fire different pathways to figure out how to make those things happen. Um, I'm a big believer in pattern recognition. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, when people see a pattern that they've been exposed to before and they, they've prepared their mind for it, that's when they can capture that opportunity. And yeah. uh, it sounds, I see you shaking your head. Yes. Do you agree with that premise? 100%. Yeah. 100%. I actually do this. So in a way, when I'm starting a new project, if I remember what I did the first day I started another project back then, I'm going to do exactly the same because I think in my stupid mind that this is the way to make it work. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I don't know. No, that's good. Know. Listen, yeah. again, I, humans fundamentally are creatures of habit, mm -hmm. uh, which is another way of saying they follow patterns, right? Yes. So very commonly, especially as you, as you get more experienced, and that means get older, you start to see patterns in this type of situation or this type of person or this type of business. And, and anytime you see a pattern break, that's when, you're, that's when things get interesting because you're like, was well, that a negative break? Is that a positive break? You know, this pattern is being changed. I also exactly. talk about breaking paradigms pretty frequently. If people yeah. don't break the paradigms of normal, then they will be normal. And we don't want exactly. people to be normal. We want them to be extraordinary. We want them to be awesomer. And, and well, I wanted to say that. Oh, damn. I wanted uh, to do oh, oh, nerds. I stole your line. Huh? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> uh, well, you know, that's why I get paid the big bucks. Uh, so yeah. let, let me ask you this, uh, Achilles. Um, I know you already gave the spoiler alert that you said you're not going back to nine to five. But in your entrepreneurial journey thus far, has there ever been a time you wanted to just give up? And I know you said, you know, sometimes you should give up, like on a business or an idea. But I'm saying, was there ever a time where it's like, this is just too overwhelming? I, I, I just want to not do what I'm doing. You know, just kind of go a whole different direction. No, 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 no. That's not for me. That's not for me. I, I, I want to stay alerted, alert or something. I'm not going to give up. I'm pretty sure that even if I give up this one, I'm going to build another business in some time. I'm pretty, I have a big idea that in some years from now, I will, be, I will build a very big business that's going to be investors and stuff in it. Yeah, I'm not sure it's going to happen, but in a way, I have it in my mind that this is go, it's going somewhere there. And I will have a great story, you know, like my first office was so small and I didn't have air conditioning and stuff. Yeah. I'm building my way to it, you know. <laughs> Something I love it. Like that. Have <laughs> you ever seen that picture of Jeff Bezos in the Amazon office with that hand painted like a spray paint, you know, Amazon.com? Yeah. You know, it's a it's a quintessential picture of kind of what it was then and what it is now. Yeah. But there's lots of stories just like that. You know, the the Costco guys used doors to put over, you know, that they used doors as their desks. They would just put, you know, like five gallon, uh, you know, buckets, you know, mm -hmm. like old paint buckets and put those down and put doors on top. That was I their desk. Bezos. Bezos did the same as well, I think, no? Probably, yeah. It's, it's a pretty fairly common, uh, cheap way to buy desks, right? Because you can get a, a, one of those cheap big doors for 50 or $60. You get some uh, buckets for 5 or $10. You're in business you, for less than 100 bucks, and you, you can have three or four per, people working on that thing. So it's a... Yeah. Uh, you know, too often we get caught up in the, the glitz and the glamour and, you know, how many Ferraris do we need to have? And, you know, how many islands are we going to own? 
And I, I love the idea of living within our means and starting scrappy and maintaining yeah. that scrappiness. And, and again, I, I'm talking about Bezos a lot today because I know you're so focused on Amazon, but yeah. Bezos with the day one attitude, right? Yeah. Everything's day one to them. They're, they're in business more than 20 years and it's still day one. The business he works in or the office building he works in, every time he moves, it, it's renamed to day one. So I was in the day one building uh, mm -hmm. a month or two ago right next to the Amazon Spheres buildings, they still believe in that day one. And if you ever hear him give speeches and somebody asks him a question, he'll say things like, oh, that's such a day two attitude, right? You know, that's, <laughs> that, that's so day two, right? If, we, if day two happens at Amazon, and I think this is largely true for other businesses, that's when the danger sets in. That's when complacency sets in. That's when people start going, you know what? I don't really need to, to hustle. I don't really need to innovate. I just am going to sit back and enjoy the spoils of what we've created. And that <laughs> kind of complacency allows a competitor to come in and, and beat them up. So, yeah, I agree. Um, I agree. Let me ask you uh, was there ever a day that you would think back and go, this was a pretty good day? Maybe the best day of your professional life. Any, any day that you particularly took a victory lap? Yeah, uh, tomorrow. Oh, really? Tomorrow is going to be that. And okay. every day is going to be tomorrow. Like, this is... Matthew McConaughey said something like that when he got the Oscars, and I really like it. You need to have someone to chase, he says. And he, the guy that he chases all the time is himself. In five years from now, he say that his self in next five years is going to be the best. So for me, the best day in the job is going to be tomorrow. And then tomorrow, and then in one year, two years. If it if at one point I say the best day was back then, I did something wrong. So yeah, I like it. Well, I, there's no problem looking forward. That's for sure. I do encourage you and other awesomers to take a victory lap now and again, right? And we always want to maintain that. You know, we're building something better. Uh, I don't. I, I'm not quoting anybody specific, but there's a concept where, you know, if you didn't learn something today, you wasted today, right? Yeah. And, that's that just that little bit of learning that little bit of progress on a personal business financial uh, spiritual level in any level it doesn't matter to me you just got to make some incremental improvement otherwise it's a wasted day and i exactly. think it was steve jobs who talked about this idea that you know death is the best invention of life and <laughs> and you know you talked about this earlier you know you and steve jobs think a lot alike by the way because he talked about this idea of death you talked about life is short and this, the reality is that every morning he would say, how can I make today worth living so that, you know, if this is my last day, that I'm not embarrassed by it or I'm not disappointed by it. And so I think that follows along your philosophy very well. Yeah, you and Steve Jobs, yeah, you guys are a lot in common. Software companies in your 20s, yeah, nice. Okay, not exactly the same, but uh, anyway. Yeah, just remember me after your multi-billions are uh, rolling in. I've got an idea. Let's take a commercial break and we'll be right back after this. Catalyst 88 was developed to help entrepreneurs achieve their short and long-term goals in e-commerce markets by utilizing the power of shared entrepreneurial wisdom. Entrepreneurship is nothing if not lessons to be learned. Learn from others. Learn from us. I guarantee that we will learn from you. Visit Catalyst88.com because your success is our success. A giddy up. You're listening to the Awesomers Podcast. Let's switch gears for a second, uh, Achilles, as we're starting to run against the clock. Yeah. Is there a favorite tool, 
Uh, it could be a software tool. It could be a technique or a, a practice that you follow on a day-to-day -day basis that you think really impacts your life in a positive way. So something, you know, either it's a productivity tool like an app or a, a whatever, or maybe it's just a practice like, you know, uh, I don't want to put words in your mouth, but, you know, just mm. I, I love to, to jog or I, I have to do this or that. Anything that stands out in your mind? So actually, I used to love to jog because it was very, you know, refreshing but and i have a bad back right now so i cannot do it <laughs> oh another good lesson yeah even if you don't have the money invest in a good laptop in a good cell phone in a great chair for your office and a very very good and expensive mattress <laughs> that's all right nice that's very important because what was the third I have thing for the office uh chair for the office oh, chair. office chair yeah and a mattress. Okay, anymore. I think that's very smart. So that sounds to me like that's linked to your back problem. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. I'm not good. I'm like a Scooby Doo uh, level uh, detective. <laughs> I can figure yeah, but out. So, yeah, yeah, so now that we have those things, what else? So what I do every day is that, you know, so let's say that I'm leaving office in about 7 p.m. So now it's 8 p.m. Let's say I'm leaving 7 p.m. Uh, I'm trying not to do a lot of stuff. At home, so I'm trying to for the past six months to leave my phone like uh, in a in a table, let's say, not to check it. Uh, before I go to sleep, I just flag all my messages that I think are important. And the first thing that I'm doing every day in the office is check the flag messages, open Wunderlist. Wunderlist is for tasks. It's like Asana or something, okay. and put there everything that I need to do in the day. So. That's one productivity thing that I'm doing. Just all the flags go to Wunderlist and start doing one by one. I don't know. I like that. So that, first of all, that's a great tool to consider uh, for people to use. But it's also the practice. And there's a couple things buried in there. One is this idea that, hey, when I go home, I'm not going to be obsessed looking at my phone constantly. And I think yeah. that's a big deal. I noticed that Apple has started sending me my screen time weekly updates. Right, yeah. and yeah. they're like, "Hey, uh, screen time, you're down, uh, you know, seventeen percent this week. You're only spending four hours a day on your phone. It's like <laughs> four hours a day on my phone, and you know, I'm down seventeen percent. What was I spending before? So uh, I'm becoming more acutely aware of that myself, um, and I think that's a good practice. The second thing you talked about is, you know, then once before you go to bed, you kind of flag any priorities, and then uh, in the next day, you create uh, your your list of things to do." I think that's probably a very prudent practice for people to consider because it keeps that focus on what people need to do. So I like oh, yeah. that a lot. Um, so get out your crystal ball. I'm sure in Greece they have a lot of really good crystal balls that tell the future. And oh, yeah. uh, hopefully you can tell us a little bit about the future. So think about the world in five years from now, uh, whether it's Amazon or e-commerce or European politics, whatever you care to, to think about and tell us how you see the world in five years on any of those topics or, or in any other topic you choose. All right. The European politics are going to be the same as now. I'm pretty sure about that. I'm pretty sure that my country is going to be somehow better. Yeah, I believe that. Uh, I'm going to be very good because I'm good right now when it comes to business. So the good thing with what I'm doing is that I'm not playing with Greeks when it comes to business. So if world economy crashes, yeah, I'm going to crash. 
if Amazon crosses, let's say I'm going to cross, but I doubt it in a way. So what I'm seeing is that a probably I'm going to be married, I think. Yeah. Okay. Uh, probably I'm going to have kids. I want to be happy. I want to have more businesses than I have now. The most important part is that I think I'm, I will have everything automated. That's one thing that I'm aiming to do, to automate all the parts of my businesses and to actually be there just to check people that are underneath in a way. And that's why I need to hire smarter people to do what I'm doing because I'm not that smart, but they are way smarter. And I think that in general, the world is not going to be a better place, unfortunately. I don't really believe in that. Even if you check on Amazon, what are they doing these days with their own products and their Amazon basics? That's, I don't like that. I think it's not that good. But I think that in the end of the day, a lot of people through climate change and everything in five years and stuff, people are going to be more emotional about what's happening. So in the UK, people are very emotional these days with recycling and stuff. Five years ago, there were not that much. In Greece, nobody's that. <laughs> yeah, nobody cares about that in a way. But I think that in five years from now, everything is going to be more into the ecological thing, which, although I'm not a supporter right now, because, yeah, I'm not, let's say that's bad for me. I think that ev- the whole world is going to turn like that, in a way. So one thing is going to be better. But when it comes to politics and greediness and stuff, every year is going to be worse. Yeah. yeah, it's interesting. Uh, first of all, I think you're probably uh, right that, uh, you know, certainly your personal predictions are great. Uh, but, the you know, Amazon is going to continue to grow. That was implied in your comments. And some of the things are growing are dangerous for, for you know, marketplace sellers. Uh, this year, yeah. Amazon will do $7 billion U.S. dollars on their private label brands outside of uh, Amazon Basics, maybe including Basics, but they have a hundred private label brands today that this year, $7 billion worth of private label stuff sold through Amazon. They're positioning their own products at the top of the page, uh, everywhere, everywhere. without really the same burden that we have to advertise. Um, and, and again, this is part of that monetization of the platform that Amazon has every right to do, but it's not necessarily good for us. This is why I try to, I try to remind people that the world's bigger than just one platform. And uh, I certainly, I'm not saying ignore it, but I'm saying be, you know, don't put all your eggs in one basket, I suppose. Uh, and, and by the way, the, the, uh, somebody predicted in 2022, which is, you know, uh, around five years from now, a little less, they said that Amazon's going to do roughly 22 billion, maybe it's 25 billion in their private label brands. So, mm. When, when you think of it as a marketplace seller, this is one of the points of don't be a private label guy who just buys some generic thing and sticks your own barcode on it, sends it to Amazon. Build a brand. Make something differentiated. Make something important. What's your thoughts? Of course, of course. Um, let's say that I, the products that I'm selling, okay, I'm selling a lot of products, let's say, but one brand is coming from Greece. So it's not something that I found in China and sent it there. Good. One other brand is pretty exclusive for the UK. Also have some Chinese things, but if you don't brand it, if you actually don't build a story behind it, don't bother doing it. You're going to lose your money. 
it's not 20, 2009 anymore, 2010. It's not like that. It's not working anymore. And if you just, you said day one and day two, uh, this is the only thing that I don't like. I always plan not in one product, let's say I plan in five, I plan in 10 products. If I don't see 10 products working, I may have the cash to start just for one, but I need to check what's going to happen after my third, fourth, fifth. Okay, if Amazon is growing, okay, it's growing. I'm, I think I'm going to be smarter. For sure, I'm going to have a better customer support. I know that. They, they have a very bad customer support. Dear John, what's the letter? What's that? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's right. Nice. <laughs> yeah, but I think that even if they do everything, you know, against, in a way, the sellers, they will always need the sellers. They love to have the sellers because they love to have the differentiation. The one thing that is for sure, there's a great book that a friend of mine told me. I don't remember it now. I'll probably tell you after that. Uh, it was a great book that they say that it, it will be way more difficult for us, for the PPC after some time. It's going to be very expensive and stuff. Amazon is not going to have the cost, that cost. But I don't know if it's me, but now with all the publicity that this is taking, you know, the Amazon basics and stuff, I think that people are going to turn against Amazon in a way because they're not playing fair. I'm not saying that everybody's playing fair, but I think that Amazon is going to have a negative publicity in a way. Well, definitely. I think that's a really um, salient prognostication there. Uh, you guys can look that up. Uh, the, the idea is very well said that if Amazon continues down this road where they get to use all the marketplace data to figure out the top selling products and then just simply knock off their, you know, the top sellers and put their own brand sticker on it and then give all the best placement, that really is unfair competition. Yeah. And in different countries, there are actually laws that forbid some of those practices including the United States uh, and, and including Europe. So I, I do think that Amazon runs a very high PR risk. And the, the irony is there are people within Amazon that are responsible for the seller experience that, you know, they don't like that practice any more than we do. But there's other guys who are, you know, incentivized to build these private labels and build sales. And it's like we have to stop at, you know, nothing to get our, our goal accomplished. So they have these competing things. But Amazon could face monopoly you know, problems, they could face breakup, they could face, you know, government intervention, all kinds of things if they're not careful about navigating this. So I think that's a really good prediction. Uh, listen, we're, uh, I've enjoyed our time. It's gone on fast and uh, yet long. And so uh, we'll probably break this episode up into a couple different episodes. So as, as the awesomers are listening to this, this is probably part three of three. And uh, Achilles has uh, been very generous with this time. So thank you, uh, Achilles, for joining me today. My pleasure. My pleasure, Steve. Thank you very, very much for everything. Let's not say any more, you know, for the people that... <laughs> no problem, partner. So listen, I will, I'll make sure for sure that in the show notes, we get uh, links to Achilles companies. And, you know, for those looking to kind of get into the EU, there's still an extraordinary opportunity, notwithstanding any of the, the political pressure of Amazon or any of this other stuff. The opportunity is huge and it's getting bigger. Now is still a great time, and uh, I'm a big fan. So thanks again, Achilles. Awesomers, if you're listening at home or in your car, wherever you are, we'll be right back after this. Okay, we're, we're uh, all clear, buddy. Thank you. <laughs>
Thank you. Thank you, Steve. Thank you. Appreciate it a lot. Appreciate it. That'll be great. We'll send you an email before we uh, get the probably the first episode live. We'll probably break this up into three different episodes. And, uh, and again, we'll get the show links and all that stuff to get you uh, put into the show notes. So any, uh, any final questions, words, anything? Uh, I don't think so. It was very good time flight. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it is fun. Well, you're great. I love what you're doing. Keep it going. One of these days I'm going to catch up to you, whether it's in Europe or America or anywhere else, we're going to find our paths cross again. Visit Greece, Steve. Visit I love Greece. The idea. How, is the winter time uh, wintry there or how is it? Uh, it depends. It's not wintry when it comes to Alaska. <laughs> yeah. Fair enough. Yeah. So, yeah, February, is it like really cold uh, in the beach areas or? It's a bit cold. Yeah. Yeah, cold. Okay. Well, well there you, you go. You need to come to visit Greece in the summer. Summertime. We need to do the Catalyst event here. I can help with that. That's a good Come point. On. Yeah, we should we should actually try to do that. Good it's idea. Gonna be very good. It's going to be very good. Trust me. Trust All right, me partner. Uh, I love it. Uh, say hi to Constantine for me, and uh, we'll talk again. Thank you. Thank you. All right, see you, Bye, buddy. Bye-bye. Empowering. The name says it all. Connecting e-commerce entrepreneurs with great people, ideas, systems, and the services needed to stay business dynamic and to grow. Empowery is a network, a cooperative venture of tools and resources to make you better at what you do. Because we love what you do. We are you. Visit Empowery.com to learn more. You're listening to the Awesomers Podcast. All right. Well, I want to start by saying, uh, you know, just a sincere personal thank you uh, for you taking the time to listen. Uh, my good buddy Achilles uh, was very generous with his time, and I hope that the takeaways that we've shared in this third part of a three-part episode series uh, with Achilles was helpful and instructive to you, and ideally that you have some action steps or you have at least some, some pivot points maybe that you say, you know, based on this information, I'm gonna, I'm gonna think a little bit to the left or a little bit to the right and, and just minorly tweak your trajectory a little bit in a positive direction. That's the hope of every episode, to be honest. And, you know, part of my journey, and, and Achilles and I talked about this a little bit during our three parts, uh, is that you know each day if we can learn more and each day we can be just a little bit incrementally better we're going to be better off as human beings and that you know that's part of being an awesomer is that we we just want to have improvement every single day so achilles is a brilliant uh young entrepreneur i'm thrilled that i know him i'm i'm extra thrilled that you had the opportunity to hear his story and i can imagine you know in 20 years when achilles is around the age that i am now that he will look back at this and kind of laugh and say, wow, that was a fun little piece of history. And uh, to be honest, even though he's brilliant and doing a lot of things right, I can almost guarantee when he's my age, in his late 40s, he'll look back at when he's in his late 20s and go, oh man, I had no idea what I was doing compared to now. And that's how it's been for me. You know, when I was 17, I started kind of doing business-related stuff even before that. Uh, and when I was, you know, 27, Achilles' age now, I had already started and, and run a couple businesses, several businesses by that time. And I knew, of course, far more at 27 than I did at 17. And at 37, I would look back at 27 and, and just kind of shake my head and go, oh, I really didn't know anything when I was 27. And then at 47, I look back at 37 and go, once again, go, oh, man, you know, I really had a lot more to learn. And I suspect when I'm 57, the same evolution will happen. 
and as brilliant and as successful and as wonderful of life Achilles is building, that's my, that's my own futuristic prediction. And I think any of us that can look back and say, yes, 10 years ago, I had a great life, but it's even better now. And it's better because I know more, and it's better because I understand more, and I feel more uh, about myself and the world around me and the people that you know are close to me. I think that's really a great way to live. And I can see Achilles as well on his way to having you know, an extraordinary life, and a life way outside the life of normies. If you look as, at Greece as a metaphor, it really, you know, that so many people are tied up in the entitlement mentality, right? When they had to cut back the, the uh, amount that they pay, you know, people who are retired or, you know, government employees. And, and some of these, I forget the exact word they use, but they're essentially, you know, government owed or government paid subsidies. Everybody's kind of mad about it. But Achilles isn't mad about it. He's making his own way. He's making things happen because he's awesomers. So no matter where you are in the world, if you're surrounded by normies, try to break the paradigm. Be awesomer. Have fun with it. It really can be a great thing. So again, this is the third in our three-part series with Achilles, episode number 95 on the Awesomers podcast series. Just go to awesomers.com slash 95 to see all the show notes and relevant details. Well, we've done it again, everybody. We have another episode of the Awesomers podcast ready for the world. Thank you for joining us, and we hope that you've enjoyed our program today. Now's a good time to take a moment to subscribe, like, and share this podcast. Heck, you could even leave a, a review if you wanted. Awesomers around you will appreciate your help. It's only with your participation and sharing that we'll be able to achieve our goals. Our success is literally in your hands. Thank you again for joining us. We are at your service. Find out more about me, Steve Simonson, our guest, team, and all the other Osmers involved at awesomers.com. Thank you again.